Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Welcome everyone to the Halloween edition of Wisecast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Weiss, alongside Caleb James Peeler. How you doing, CJP? I'm doing pretty good. I forgot that the time change happened this morning and woke up an hour early. Which can kind of turn out nice, because I, I like to have a nice slow morning before I have to do things. But it was also, like, I could have slept for an extra hour. So, it's a give and take. Yeah, um, I ended up waking up at, like, 10 till 8. Which I guess old time would be 10 till 9. So... I slept like a rock, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I I was KO'd. I don't under, I've never. You what? Sorry. I slept pretty hard last night too. I watched. Parasite. I've never understood. Ooh, I need to watch that still. You watch Parasite. Also, was drinking lots of cider last night, and so I was. I was nice, feeling nice and warm. And I was bad. Happy, happy Halloween, am I right? Yeah, happy Halloween. So. Um, I was going to say, I don't understand KO'd because it should be K'd O'd or K'd O because it's knocked out. But you're not knockouted. But KO'd sound rolls off the tongue better. It does, it does, but just strictly speaking, should be Cade O. Yeah. But <laughs> this isn't Grimmer Cast. This <laughs> is our monthly top ten episode where each and every month that you, that's right, you, the listener, can be a part of the show by suggesting a top ten list for us to create. This month, we pulled Instagram for our list. And top 10 Desert Island Games won. Pew, pew, pew. Pew. If you want to be a part of the show, go to patreon.com slash wisecast and throw some change our way. It only takes a dollar a month to become a producer on Wisecast, just like Chrono Slinger. The other way you can be a part of the show is to go to www.wisecast.com slash your dash wrong. And you can tell us when we're wrong. Um, Probably don't correct us on the list episode because they're very <laughs> subjective and there's nothing wrong about being subjective. Um, this week we are sponsored by morelife.co, but more on that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the top 10 countdown. Take it away, CJP. Okay, so this is my last in no particular order. Um, so. One of the first games I remember playing as a kid was my, my brother came home with a PlayStation 1 and he had, he bought one stipulations for my parents for him to buy a PlayStation was he had to buy a game that I would like to, not just like some game that only he would want. 
<clears throat> and so he saw this game with a small purple dragon on it. Like, this is perfect for my brother Caleb. And so he bought Spyro 2 of Dose Rage for me. <clears throat> and um, I played the heck out of that game growing up. I played a lot of the Spyro games as a kid. Um, very nostalgic, very games. And so two years ago when they remade the original trilogy, that was big news for me. And so because the Spyro games are so nostalgic for me, and just, I think also like, they even like, they're above nostalgia because they're actually like good games. Um, so I'm gonna put the three Ignite, Spyro Reignite trilogy on there because it's three games, lots of content to play through, and it's just a fun, like, not too typical game. You just kind of turn off a little bit and just be a little purple dragon. That is my first pick. Yeah, I I really love the Spyro games too. Um, my brother also bought a PlayStation One. Um, there was no stipulation for him getting a PlayStation One, hmm. but um, he got. Um, I think he got, at least got the first Spyro. Um, and then he got the Crash games. Um, and I remember really loving Spyro. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, there's not enough mascot platformers anymore. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, pretty much all we have nowadays is like Mario. Well, that's a lie. Uh, I guess Crash 4 just came out. Um, speaking of Crash 4, this it's not a Crash isn't on my list. Not spoilers, but. I'm, I have hopes that because they made a new Crash game, they'll make a new Spyro game. You know? I well, mean, it's I would, not been talked I about. Um, the only thing is, I know Crash is a, it's a PlayStation only, isn't it? Am I wrong about yeah. that? No, you're so not wrong. Uh, well, it's not anymore. Okay. It was. So was Spyro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, I was going to say about, like, the mascot platformers. That was a genre that was, like, on fire. Like, all through the PlayStation 1, the PlayStation, PlayStation 2 generations. And, like, yeah. it just, like, people start going to multiplayer shooters and it just kind of died out. Which I think is very sad. Like, I know a few years ago... Rare came out with Ukulele, which I was like very excited about, and then I never bought or played. But like, it's I on Game Pass. To... Oh, I guess I'll download tonight. Um, because I was like, I I do enjoy those games because they're like simple. They can like, they're not too stressful. You can just enjoy them. Mm-hmm. But man, like, I I really want Ukulele to, like, be a massive hit. And it, it did well, but I don't think it was the hit that, like, it wasn't going to bring back mascot platformers by itself. Well, Crash 4 is a massive hit. It's reviewed well. It's sold well, from what I understand. So maybe um, maybe they're on their way back. Um, my list is also in no particular order. Um, 
but the first game I'm going to tell you guys about is Metroid Prime. Um, one of the first games for GameCube. Um, when Metroid Prime was released, it was a very strong departure for the Metroid series. Um, Metroid, of course, kind of invented its own genre of platforming. Um, it's part of the Metroidvania genre of platforming. Um, and that just essentially means it's like kind of open world. Um, you just like explore the 2D platforming realm and you have to like keep going back to different areas and discovering new things. Um, but Metroid Prime was first person and it was awesome. I mean, it's it's essentially like Legend of Zelda, but in space. Um, and for those that know me, Legend of Zelda is my, my favorite uh, series of all time. Um, Metroid Prime um, had a compelling story. Um, it spawned two great sequels, um, which, <laughs> incidentally, I have the trilogy twice. Um, I have the first and second game on GameCube, and then the third game on Wii, and then they came out with a Metroid Prime collection for Wii that I also have. Um, I need to replay those, but Nintendo, on the very, 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 very off chance that you're listening to this, please port the Metroid Prime trilogy to Switch. That's all I want. Like, I know Metroid Prime 4 is a while away, but just port, make an HD port for the Metroid Prime trilogy on Switch. It would be incredible. Um, you'd have my loyalty for ever, even though you'd have my loyalty forever. And I'm not going to tell you that you already have it, but you'd for sure have it if you did this. Um, Caleb, have you played the Metroid games at all? I haven't. I so I, I have very fond memories of GameCube growing up. I never owned one. So all my GameCube games I played a lot were multiplayer games, like Kirby Air Ride, Sticks Out, um, Smash, and like Double Dash. Um, yeah, I remember seeing Metroid and being very interested in it because it was like space. I thought that was very cool. And I still like, I want to play the games. And I, I'm surprised that they haven't made, I mean, they haven't made a Metroid game in two console generations, is that right? Um, Metroid Other M came out for Wii. And then there was a Metroid game that on 3DS whose name escapes me, but I heard it was really good. Um... But it's been a while. I don't know if it's been two generations, but yeah, it's been a while. So, I don't know. I think I would love to play Metro games. They look cool. And I've really only gotten to Zelda with Breath of the Wild. But, I mean, if they're anything like Zelda, like you said, I try to love them. So, You know what we need to do sometime? Hmm. We should find a day that we both have off and play through Metroid Prime 1. Yeah, I'd be down for that. And I know it's rare to find a day that we both have off because our schedules are weird, but yeah. 
It'd be great. Let's let's move on to the next. Move on to the next pick. What's your next pick for the Desert Island Games? So this next pick is one of my all-time favorite games, and it is The Witcher Three. Um. Yeah, shocking, right? Um, I've not played Witcher 1 or 2, uh, but I did play Witcher 3 because there's so much hype about it. And just great storytelling, um, um, great gameplay, really, I think, too. Um, and they just, it's amazing how much, how large that game is. And especially even like when you, once you add on DLC. Because the Blood and Wine expansion is like basically like The Witcher three and a half because it's like it continues the story of Witcher three in a really cool way and I don't know I'm also we're on a desert island which somehow has electricity to power all these game systems that we have. Yeah, folks, suspend your disbelief. Um, so we're gonna have, we're gonna have a lot of time to kill and you know. I think my, my playthrough of Witcher 3 is at like at 120 hours. So that's quite a bit of time to kill. So have you played Witcher, Aaron? I have not. I've been told that I need to. Um, I kind of burnt myself out on action RPGs a while ago. And every time I go back to an action RPG, if it's not different enough from the... If it's not different enough from, like, Skyrim or Far Cry, I, like, kind of... I play for a few hours... And then just kind of quit. Um, but th- that's strictly because I played so much of those games. Um, I feel like The Witcher is different enough. I just haven't given it a shot. And I'm actually installing it to my Xbox right now. Um, I love the Game Pass app. Because you can just do it from your phone. Um, Game Pass is amazing. Yeah, so I I'm doing that right now. I've been told by many people that I need to play this game. Um, you know, hopefully I'll have enough time to play this game and enjoy it enough um, to where maybe I'll be actually interested, more interested in uh, Cyberpunk than I already am. Um, I'm pretty interested in it, but, um, you know, it's, it's one of those like huge open world games that I don't know if I want to dedicate the time to, um, I don't know if I've told you this, Caleb, but I'm pretty into Minecraft right now. Um, me and Hargrove and Jacob and Nathan started a realm, um, and we've been playing the crap out of it. And it's so fun. Um, it's some of the most fun I've had. I need to hop. I need to hop on that when y'all are playing. Yeah, I mean, 
the more the merrier. I mean, the more people we have in it, the cheaper it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we can have up to ten people, and it's it's seven ninety nine a month. So if we're only paying eighty cents each, you know, yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, and you can play literally on anything. Uh, well, I don't think you could play on your Mac unless you were running boot camp. Um, but you could play on your Switch or your Xbox. But Minecraft's on Game Pass on Xbox, so why why wouldn't you do that? I do. I will say, like, Witcher 3 is, like, definitely a commitment. And I think what's cool about it is I, a lot of times if I don't play a game for a week or two, I would just, like, stop playing it altogether. And it's hard for me to pick it back up. But I would play a lot of The Witcher and then put it down for several months. Um, and then pick it back up again. And it was still like, every time I'd pick it back up, it was like, still was exciting. I think because they just have such great quest writing. Mm-hmm. And great characters in it. So, but it is like, it's a, it's a chonky game. But it's one that like, if you invest in it, I think it's very rewarding. Um, speaking of Minecraft, that's actually my next pick. Um, the shoot, sorry, I'm starting to send something. There we go. Um, the openness of Minecraft is just incredible and i think in a desert island situation i'd be more inclined to play on creative mode than survival mode or maybe go back and forth between the two um because part of my love for minecraft comes with playing with people and one of the things that i was telling you was like no online games. However, um, at least with Minecraft for PC, in theory, we could connect, we could hardwire connect, we could do a LAN, old school LAN, um, and play. So it wouldn't technically be online um, technicalities. Um, but Minecraft is just, I mean, you can lose hours to it. Like, um, the semester before you came to point Caleb, um, was the last time that I was super into Minecraft. Um, me, uh, Dylan Moore, Jacob, and, uh, do you remember Tim Allen? You might not, but, um. Yeah, I remember Tim. We. We all stayed up really late, like multiple weekends in a row playing Minecraft. And one of them um, was actually a Sunday night. Um, We stayed up all night playing Minecraft, and I had an 8 a.m. final the next day. Um, Worth it. Very worth it. It was awesome. Um, And the thing is, I sucked at Minecraft back then, and I'm just now like 
figuring out like uh, machines and like higher level building. Um, before Dylan and Tim were doing like all the heavy lifting. Um, like I'm about to make uh, a chicken farm where the eggs are like you can collect eggs under the 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 chicken coop. So, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I am weird because so I, <clears throat> I have this like thing where I if a game is or anything if anything is like super popular and everyone's like talking about it, it makes me less inclined to want to like be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And similar thing was with Minecraft when I first got going, it got so big, and I was kind of like, oh, it's like a game for kids mm-hmm. um which so i haven't really played a lot of it i have played like like a little bit of it over the years but like just reading what the game's about like i if i got invested into it i would like fall in love with it i just haven't yet because i want to be pretentious or whatever so I I mean the way I describe it to people is it's essentially virtual Legos. Which I do love Legos. Yeah, and you know, I mean on PC, actually I think on Xbox now as well. I don't know about Switch, but like the worlds are endless. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I mean it's it's so fun and I do say, I will say it is more fun cooperatively. Um, so since we're just suspending disbelief, I'm bringing an Ethernet cable. We can link up. We'll play Minecraft. Let's go to your next pick. Nice. Um, <clears throat> so my next game is a very simple, basic one. But I think one like you got once you're done foraging for food and water for the day, you just got gotta turn off and um just let your, let your brain relax them so i'm choosing my next game is tetris uh, and it's a very broad term and there's lots of different tetrises out there but honestly just like the rules of tetris are almost always about the same <coughs> and you can play it on like just about anything so May I suggest, Caleb Peeler, yes, that you choose this version of Tetris for Switch called Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh, I've I've heard about it, yeah. Um it is very fun and it brings two classic puzzle games together. And you can like in the game, you can I mean you can choose to play Puyo Puyo, you can choose to play Tetris, or you can play both at the same time and you switch off like after like a minute each. And it's so fun. And there's also like a, a competitive mode, like multiplayer, where you're like trying to like send attacks to each other. So it was like a predecessor to Tetris ninety nine. So good. So fun. Nice. 
not to like ruin your list or anything, but no, just... yeah, it's a good suggestion. So what's what's your next pick, Aaron? Super Mario RPG, the one that started it all. Um, Super Mario RPG is the first Mario RPG, and it was a collaboration between Nintendo and Square Enix. Um, and it was, uh, I I said. I think it's their, it's for sure their first collaboration. It's not their last because Octopath Traveler um, came out a few years ago for Switch. Um, but Octopath Traveler doesn't use any Nintendo assets. Um, this game is incredible. If you like um, turn-based RPGs um, with lots of humor, um, you'll love this game. Um, if you like the Mario and Luigi series or the Paper Mario series, you'll love this game. Um, it has this great, like, kind of 3D-esque look, but from, like, a isometric perspective. Um, has great characters. Again, the writing's just solid. Um, there's cameos from other Nintendo properties. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I highly recommend it. Um, it is, to my knowledge right now, the best way to play it is probably on the SNES Classic. But I would imagine eventually it's coming to the Virtual Console on Switch someday. I mean, they release SNES games so infrequently on Switch, it's hard to say when. Um, but... It it's really good and like I said, if you haven't played it, you need to you need to play it. Um I have a little bit of an issue with the SNES games on Switch for the most part, because SNES games, uh there uh, there's a lot of platformers and they require precise um precise controls. But the beauty of it being a JRPG is that it doesn't need to be as precise. Um I mean, like most Mario RPGs, there's like in the fighting, there's this mechanic where you can like press A mid attack and like get a better attack. But I don't think that the I don't think that the input lag would affect it that much. Um, not like it would for you know, say Super Mario World. Um, but incredible game. I highly recommend it. You're me, by the way. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, so for my next pick, um, this is also one of my favorite games ever. Well, it's in the collection, because um, I'm a cheater, and most of my games are collections. And so, if you know anything about me, Borderlands 2 is one of my favorite games ever. I have played an unseemly amount of that game, just going around, shooting, looting. I think it's one of the most fun games ever. So, my next game is going to be the Handsome Jack Collection, which has Borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel. Um, and to be honest, I probably won't play the pre-sequel that much, because it's just okay, I think. But Borderlands 2, I like. Why don't you get the Borderlands 2 like Game of the Year edition then? 
I guess because because well, the pre sequel, I mean, the Handsome Jack collection has all of the like it has all borders to all DLC and also has pre sequel. So it's like I can just sure. keep, get two games. So maybe honestly, I probably should just get Borderlands Two complete edition. But yeah, I love Borderlands. It's very fun. Um, I I like I really enjoy the mix of like comedy and like ridiculousness, um, but also just being able to. It is a game that you can get very, you can get very deep into and like be technical. But it's also a game that you can like also just kind of turn your brain off and just shoot stuff and have a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, for as much as we've talked about Borderlands throughout the years, Caleb, we've never played it together. You know, that, that actually is shocking. Maybe we... We're also, we like... We've hardly ever played Xbox together. That's true. All of our years, all of our years of friendship. It's very true. We've wow. We've played video games together, but... It's mostly been on Switch and, like, in person. And usually when we play games together, they're, you know, board games or card games. It's kind of our thing. Interesting. Yeah. I know, like, I mean, I enjoy multiplayer games now and then, but for the most part, I I play better games to kind of, like, be by myself. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I, I do enjoy playing with people. But I think, like... Eight times out of ten, I won't play through games um, as a senior singular experience. So, but I have like I've played, I played Borderlands with Nathan a few times, several times actually. It's a blast. Um, you should get into Minecraft Dungeons. It's a good old dungeon crawler. And me and Justin Moss are very into it. Uh, we haven't played it in a little bit, but it's very fun. Um, great cooperative game. Um, I'm kind of... So, I would say, like, me playing video games is, like, 50-50. Like, I love playing by myself, but I also love playing with people. And when I do play with people, it's like... <laughs> that split into 50-50. No, that split into like 90-10. 90% of the time, I want to be cooperative. 10% of the time, I want to be competitive. I think I think I prefer cooperative play over like, like competitive. Like I've played, I've played a lot of Overwatch. I haven't played Overwatch consistently in like two or three years, but it also gets frustrating when like um, people on your team are just not playing well, and so it's easier on com- like co-op when it's it can still get frustrating in some games. Actually, I just had a cool thought for a game. Um, I'm sure there's a game like this out there, but like Forbidden Island or Forbidden mm-hmm. Sky, but like a video game for. Um. Pandemics on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm thinking about uh, co-op, like no, yeah, I know, what, survival. I know what you mean. 
Um, Try to think of Daisy. We like that. I want to get into Daisy. Um, it's been out for like eight years, and I I saw one of my favorite uh, YouTubers eight years ago play it a lot, and it got me really super interested. And there was rumors of it coming out for um ps3 and xbox 360 and then it never did and then it came out for xbox one um and it's on game pass and i just i mean none of i've never played it still but it's one of those games that i'd want to play with friends yeah i back in my pc days i played a little bit of it also like i was very excited for our survival yep I think like I like the idea, but also hate. I also like I like the idea of survival, but also don't like having to worry about like other people coming and like killing you and taking your stuff. I know you can. Yeah, play, like, I know you can play and like just like buy like you don't have to play competitively like that. But I think my when, when I was playing Daisy. That's what my friends wanted to do. I found that like very frustrating. We finally like had good like build, and then someone come kill us. We had to start over. Mm-hmm. Moving on with the list, though, kind of going back to the mascot platformers genre. My next pick is Banjo Kazooie. Incredible game. I. I uh, I do love Banjo. It's a lot of fun. It was released, I think, a year or two. I think two years after Mario 64. Um, And Mario 64 kind of created the 3D platformer. And a lot of people still say that it's, it's the best 3D platformer. And I disagree. Um, Banjo-Kazooie takes it to town and it is it's so fun, it's so funny Um, the music's great Um, Rare, we need Banjo 3 so bad Um, and I don't care that it will be on Xbox I have an Xbox, I'm an Xbox boy Um, bring Banjo 3 uh, because we need these characters now more than ever Yeah, I do think it's interesting that, like, Rare in the 90s and early 2000s was, like, super tight with Nintendo. And, like, in some ways, they were were almost, like, doing, like, one-upping Nintendo with every game. Like, I know Super Mario and Donkey Kong Country um, are very different games. But in a lot of ways, like, they're kind of, they're both 2D platformers. In some ways, like, Rare was doing a better job of 2D platformer than Nintendo was. And then um, Nintendo comes out with N64. They have one of the first, if not the first, like, 3D platformer. And mm-hmm. then they come out with um, Banjo-Kazooie and arguably, arguably, like, do it almost better. 
Yeah, Rare, if you listen to this, we need you. We need to return. What's your next pick, CJP? Let's see. Um, so your you talk about Minecraft actually inspired me. This next pick was gonna be Metal Gear Solid Three, but now it's uh, I I'm nixing MGS Three, and I'm gonna say it's gonna be Minecraft because like <clears throat> that is that's the game they can play forever, especially like. On your own, you can play that game forever. But also, if we happen to have a Ethernet cable and we can land it up on this island, then like we got hours of content, baby. So, because I can't leave you out to dry. If you're gonna have Minecraft, then I also gotta have Minecraft. So. It's so true. It's so true. And we've already talked ad nauseum about Minecraft. We have. I do love Metal What's Gear Solid. Left to be... I do love Metal Gear Solid 3, but I think it's kind of a short game in the grand, grand scheme of things. And mm-hmm. it is replayable to a point, but it's not a game I'm going to like replay. Like, Minecraft would give me far more joy and like hours of play than. Three would. So. Mm-hmm. My next pick is my favorite Pokemon game. And that oh. is Pokemon Soul Silver. Oof. Man. Incredible yes. game. Yes. Heart Gold is I my love Pokemon. Pokemon Soul Silver and Heart Gold. Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know. This is the remake to Gold and Silver. And if you don't remember Gold and Silver, you could play through the Johto region and the Kanto region. And you can do this in Soul Silver as well, but it's in great, well, pretty decent 3D. Um, Again, isometric, top down view. it's so fun. I put so many hours into this game, and then, like an idiot, I sold it. Um, I can, I tend to do that with games that I love. Like I I need money for whatever reasons, and I sell games. Uh, and I'm so stupid for that. Uh, so I'm always on the lookout every time I go to a Goodwill or like a half price books um, to find a cheap version of it to buy uh i had really high hopes last time i went to high half price books caleb i uh i saw that they had pokemon x for 15 dollars, and i was like wow i've never seen pokemon x for 15 dollars." and then they also caleb had pokemon shield the new one for 30 dollars, and i was like wow i almost got it I almost... Yeah, because I actually I was looking at buying Shield the other day. That's crazy. I uh, man, I actually considered Heart Gold to be on this list. Um, I love love Heart Gold. It's like I think it's my favorite um, region in all Pokemon. It has a lot of my favorite Pokemon ever in it. I think they. Um, they hit the perfect medium of like with their sprites of being like 
don't know. Like, I don't hate, like, I'm glad, like, Pokemon is now 3D. But I think there's something very special about, like, the 3D sprites. I mean, mm-hmm. the 2D sprites they use. I think they almost express, they can express the character of the Pokemon better than the 3D sprites. Because mm-hmm. 3D, like, some Pokemon look weird in 3D because they're not meant to be 3D, particularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I like, agree. In some ways, they, they, they look more real, but I think that makes them loose a little bit, too, because it's a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually talking to my roommate the other day about Pokemon, because we both love Pokemon. And, like, I would love for them to do another 2D Pokemon game. I think I would too. the Switch would be an amazing... Because I think, so, a big... A lot of Shield and Sword get a lot of flack for not having the full Pokedex. Um, and think, like, imagine how difficult it would be to, anim- to animate and design almost a thousand Pokemon. Like, no wonder they don't have all of it. And I think it would be amazing. And I doubt they'd ever do this. But, like, a Pokemon game where you could choose your region you start in and then just, like, hop around to each region and play through almost every region. Um, I'm just, like, dreaming. And, but I would love to be a 2D Pokemon game. I think that's, like almost where Pokemon's supposed to be. Um, I'm just probably saying that because most of Pokemon I've played is 2D. So. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I wasn't a huge fan when they went from, uh, let's see, Ruby and Sapphire to Diamond and Pearl. That's like kind of the beginning of like 3D ish um however i do vastly prefer the art style of diamond and pearl and heart gold and soul silver because they share the same art style to what it has become now i prefer i prefer that i think i think like the early ds era of pokemon had like the best just like style because like it was the best of both yes i agree because the Pokemon still looked very, like, they looked like monsters. Like, they looked, mm-hmm. they were, like, almost, they still, the sprites still had a, kind of a hand-drawn feel to them. And mm-hmm. I think they gave them, like, a character that is hard to express in the 3D. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Cool. Um... That was. Have we both been through five? Yes. So I think it's mine. Cool. It is, but before that, let's get to our ad real quick. Gotcha. Caleb, do you like candles? Candles? I actually do. There's there's two candles in my room right now. Do you like your place of residence smelling good? I, I do. Do. We have well, two shoot, bop, bop, do. do I have the website for you? Wow. 
morelife.co has handcrafted candles made from organic ingredients each candle is crafted with care and golly gee do they smell good if you want your house to smell like lavender meadow or clean laundry go to morelife.co and tell them weisscast sent you for a 10 percent discount that's morelife.co discount code weisscast now caleb take it away back to the list it's weird because I have a friend whose last name is Moore. I wonder if the company and my friend are connected somehow. They might be. Um, my next game is, again, a bit of a cheat. Uh, it's actually quite a stretch, I think. Um, but you said I could do it. So it's the Mass Effect trilogy. And my justification is that in high school, I bought all three in the same like binding of, of a box. They were on separate discs and they are separate games, but I think the Mass Effect, because it's like a cohesive story from game to end, that you almost have to think of it as a singular game. And I love love like um the kind of space Odyssey, space opera and um I love RPGs. And so Mass Effect is just like, a, it's very, man, it's one of those like iconic game series for me. I played it at like the height of like, my like, like I played the most video games in high school by far. And that was a game at the center of it was, I already played Mass Effect at least twice. They're just, they're great. And allegedly they're gonna make they're going to remaster it, um, which I'm super excited for. And they're also going to make a soft remake of Mass Effect 1, which I think it needs. Um, I love. I think Mass Effect 1 is, it's hard to rank the Mass Effect games for me, but I think 1 is my favorite. But the gameplay um, is definitely the roughest, and the it also looks the roughest by far. As far as, because it was a, it might have been a launch title for Xbox. I'm not sure. Xbox 360. But it was very early Xbox 360 game. It was, it was not a launch title. However, when it came out, it was an exclusive. Um, so BioWare made the game and Xbox or Microsoft published it. And then BioWare was bought by EA. And then um, they retained the rights to Mass Effect, and that's how um, they were able to bring it to PlayStation. Yeah, I knew that because the only the only way you could have let's have a PS3 and a 360, and for some reason I won the games on PS3, not 360. And the only way you can get Mass Effect 1 on PlayStation 3 was if you bought the like Trilogy Collection box set. And so that's what I bought, because I wanted to play all three. So they're great games. Um, some of the characters are still like some of my favorite like game characters ever. So awesome. I mean, I... Mm-hmm. Most of the games I, I play are 
have some like role play element to them. So it's great. So what's your next take on this desert island? Um, my next pick. It's actually kind of shocking to me that I didn't pick a game that's similar to it. Um, but it's Spider-Man PS4. Um, I love this game so much, and in a lot of ways, it's very similar to the Arkham series. Um, however, the thing that put it over the Arkham series for me is just the world traversal. It is so much fun swinging around New York um, as Spider-Man, and there's a lot to do. Um, the story's not super long, but there's enough side missions, um, and side things to collect to get a lot of enjoyment. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just, it's a fun game. Um, there was a little bit of oddity with it recently, Caleb, I don't know if you saw this, but like they recast the literally just the face yeah, I, I, did, I did hear about that because of like, peter parker they want him to look more like um tom holland or something which i guess makes sense in a way but it's also kind of like mm-hmm. he's already been he like i don't know i'm it's one of those things like changing the original like how they changed the original star wars movies it's like like this already been made. I always think like once something is like created, like you really shouldn't go back and change it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I didn't realize this, but the Peter Parker that you see in game is different than the one you're hearing. The voice actor is different than the body actor. And that's just, that's strange to me in the first place. But, I mean, now they just changed the body actor, but they kept the voice actor the same. Um, The voice, or the body actor is way different. Uh, He's like, he's way younger, I should say, than the original one. And he doesn't look like a a seasoned Peter Parker like he's supposed to look like. Um, But isn't he supposed to be like like late college or post college Peter Parker. He's been Peter Parker for five or six years. Yeah. In game, he's 23. I actually considered. Yeah. um, I'm thinking about maybe buying a PS4 very soon just so I can play. Because I know they're going to go drop in price once PS5 comes out. And so I can play like God of War and Spider Man and Miles Morales. Um, so, because mm-hmm. I, Spider-Man, I think is one of my favorite superheroes. He's just, it's interesting because, mm-hmm. yeah. He's my and favorite so Marvel hero. other heroes, like, he changed so much about the comic book genre that, like, I mean, Marvel, Marvel was big before Spider-Man, but, like, Marvel is what it is today, in large part because of Spider-Man. So, and mm-hmm. Spider-Verse is like one of the best superhero movies ever. Also, one of the best anime movies. 
one. No, it's of like, all time. It's like I think it's legit one of the best anime movies ever. So I love it, and the Mar- the Spider Verse suit and Miles Morales looks amazing. It's like perfect. So mm-hmm. cool. My What's next your next pick? pick? is um breath of the wild i you sly dog so i'd want to i'd want to i'd want to switch since it came out in large part because of breath of the wild and i think it was february this year that i got a switch and one of the first games i bought was Breath of the Wild, and um, man, it's so much fun, and I love how almost like minimalist it is, because you can just go and explore, and like there are large times where like I only have a mission active, I'm like trying to do something, I'm just like out exploring, and that I think it's amazing that they've like managed to make a game with so much with like so little direction about how to get it all and they still like you're still wanting to get it all because like i feel like so many open world games now are like they hit you with constant quests so you see everything but breath of the wild is just like they want you to see everything by natural exploration not like a force like go find Mm -hmm. this and there are side quests, but you have to like actually go find yeah, them, which is nice. Yeah, cool like, um, it's a very, it's so such a deep game. Like, there's so many small details, and like, I haven't played in a couple weeks, because um, it's it's a game I play like I'll play it for a week or two, and then I won't play it for a month or two. Um, but like I, recently, I've been trying to go back and find all the like the memories, um, which is like it's actually like it's it's fun for how difficult it can be to find all of them. Cause yeah, you get like you can go and get the hints from that the painter man, but it's still you have to go find them. It's not like an icon on your map. It's like a vague direction you have to just search for it so we could probably have a whole podcast about breath of the wild this is not the breath of the wild we definitely could this is the this is not breath cast <laughs> um my next pick is also on ps4 just like my last pick um uncharted 4 um I love the Uncharted series. Um, some of my favorite games. Uh, and Uncharted 4 is the magnum opus of the Uncharted series. It is it is the top tier Uncharted experience. Um, a lot of people say Uncharted 2 will. It is. And no, it, I, don't, I just don't think Uncharted 2 has as compelling as a story. Uh, Uncharted 4 is the story of the brothers Drake, Sam Drake and Nathan Drake. 
and it, it's just it's so good um expertly acted by nolan north and troy baker um you know two of the biggest names in video game voice acting um it's it's a gorgeous game um you know i i can't say enough about it, it it's it's so good um if you haven't played it i recommend it highly um when you get your ps4 caleb um i mean i recommend all the uncharted games but uncharted one <clears throat> control wise doesn't hold up as much as the other games do um so maybe just start with two and then go through four um uncharted one just makes you fall in love with the characters um but two through four are the actual like good games i think when we lived together first i played the first one and Mm -hmm. um i i started playing the second one but i don't think i finished it um right i remember like um the the i remember being so shocked like i was playing in those the caves and like the zombie things show up Mm-hmm. I was like so surprised. Like that was that was a cool moment because like I hadn't even sort of like there wasn't that kind of elements in the game yet. Mm-hmm. It was. Um, I do remember like I think my perception of Uncharted games was that they were mostly like puzzle games and exploration. Not as much fighting, but it was like at least the first one had a lot of gunplay, um, which was like yeah, the first one is more of like a third person shooter. Um, it took it borrowed heavily from Gears of War. It's a cover based third person shooter, but as the series went on, they put up more of a, an emphasis on the puzzle puzzle nature, the storytelling, and less emphasis on the action. So maybe I will play them. Um, I, it's one of those games that like I had a PS3, and I think like I wanted to play them, but there was just never like I never felt like they're cheap enough for me to buy, or I never had money when I had when they're they were at GameStop, so mm-hmm. I just never picked them up. Picked them up. So I borrowed the first two from a friend and beat them really quick. And then the third one, I actually rented in Redbox and beat it in a weekend. Wow. Redbox Back in the old game. PS3 days. I know. I know, like, I miss old GameStop. I want to get on a rant about GameStop. And I know we've talked a lot about GameStop. But I miss old GameStop when you could come in and like they may not have the game you want but they had enough games for cheap that use it's probably something that you wanted and now i walk in and there's like there's games but like even games that are three or four years old are still like 40 50 bucks um especially like for there's no cheap games on switch at gamestop and i think that's frustrating because like i just got into switch this year, and I have like three games because all of them are like 
50 bucks or more. So, I don't know. I think part of that is like the huge rise in digital sales. But I like to have actual, like, I like to have a game cartridge and case and everything. And they've had a, a succulent. Succulent? Is that the word? Yeah. They've, they've had to sell a lot of non-game stuff because of mm-hmm. the rise of digital sales. Um, which is kind of like, I don't know. I feel like GameStop is going to become a more niche thing because um, people aren't buying physical games anymore. And I think it's going to become more of a collector, collector's thing. Or it's going to go under. I don't know. It'll probably go under TBH. Yeah. So. Yep. Caleb, I think that brings us to our top three each. Wow. Am I going next or are you going next? It's you. Okay, it's me. Mm-hmm. So mine, one of my favorite series ever is the Arkham games. And this is a hard choice because I love I love all three for different reasons. Um, which I think is like a key for great series is that you each game is feels different enough. Um, like I think Asylum has the best story. I think City does everything the best, but I think as far as like content and fun to play, I'm going to have to choose Arkham Knight Um, because I just got done playing through that game again um, and it just, I forgot how long of a game it is and how much stuff there is to do, which is fun. But also, as far as like playing it, it was kind of like, I want to finish this game. It got to be a little bit too long. Um, but man, I think that game really hits like the feeling like Batman. Feel like he, that is the most like Batman feels to play. Because mm-hmm. I, Arkham City is still my favorite. Are we playing Arkham City? Like, it doesn't feel clunky. But it is not as smooth as Arkham Knight. I don't know what it is. It didn't. It didn't age that well, TBH. Yeah, which is surprising. Cause I remember it being like, I remember it came out. It was like the perfect game to me. Mm-hmm. I think I'll always like Arkham City more because of that initial like play experience. But like the graphics are not as good as I remember them being. Um, and like, which I'm not you. Graphics is, like, very low on my, like, importance list. But also, like, the gameplay, I feel of it didn't age as well as I remember being as well. Which, that was surprising me. Surprising to me. Mm-hmm. So, Arkham Knight. My next, my next pick is a game that I've bought. One. Two. Five times. It's a game that I put multiple hundred hours in over the five places that I've bought it. And that is The Elder Scrolls V 
Skyrim. I was going to guess this. Incredible game. Um, this is the game that burnt me out for all other action RPGs. Um, most other action RPGs, I should say. Um, it's so fun um, being able to become the Dragonborn and um, just explore that beautiful world of Skyrim is amazing. It has some of the best side quests in any game. Um, I'd say that the Thieves Guild and the Dark Brotherhood side quests are better than the main quest. Um, I don't think that's a controversial opinion. Um, I think a lot of people agree with that. Um, it's DLC is very fun. Um, I, I play the crap out of this game. Um, it's, it's, it's so good, Caleb. I, I love Skyrim. Um, I remember the first time I saw the trailer, um, the announcement trailer for Skyrim. Um, I was, (laughs) I was in chemistry class, um, in 10th grade. And, uh, at my school, we, we all had laptops. Um, they gave us laptops for all I say gave us, it was like included in our tuition. Um, and, uh, I was sitting next to my friend and he was like, yo, did you see the new Skyrim or the new elder scrolls? Was it just announced? And I was like, Whoa, And so we watched the trailer right there and oh my gosh, was I blown away. Um, At this point, it was like two years out from launch and I was counting down the days, Caleb. I was counting down the days and um, sure enough, November 11th, 2011 came and I had, I'd had it pre-ordered for months. As soon as pre-orders opened, I went to GameStop and, and put, put the $5 down, you know, cause you can secure pre-order with $5. It's a beautiful. And every time I would go into GameStop after that, I would just put five more dollars down and had it paid off before, um, picking it up. And, um, I don't know if you can do this anymore, but in those days you could have someone else pick up the game for you as long as you like left their name. Um, and at the time my brother was living with us again. Um, he, um, after college, he had to live with us again for a little bit, which is pretty standard. Um, but that's when, that's also the same day that the Metal Gear Solid HD collection came out and he was interested in that. So he had that pre-ordered and he picked up both games for us. And around 1 PM, I get a text from him saying the package is secure. And that's all I could think about the rest of the day at school. Um, I was in like my, I was in like my sixth period class or something like that. And I was, I stopped paying attention. I was just thinking about how much fun Skyrim is going to be. Then I, I went to my seventh period class and I unexpectedly had a substitute teacher. And apparently my teacher had gone home with a migraine. And so I had this unexpected substitute teacher. We weren't going to do anything except for have study hall. And I was sitting there trying to think of a way that I could go home and play Skyrim early before either, before any of my friends. And it dawned on me, just get up and tell the truth. So I got up, I went to this super old substitute teacher 
And I was like, look, I can't concentrate on anything right now. A new video game, a once-in-a-lifetime video game just came out. It's at my house right now. Can I go home early? And sure enough, Caleb, I was let she let me go 30 minutes early. And oh my gosh, I put 40 hours on Skyrim that weekend, Caleb. 40 hours. And I didn't touch it again for six months. I, uh, I, so for some reason, like, I just get my PlayStation. Uh, I was, like, kind of late getting into that generation of games. I think I just got mm. my PlayStation when um, Skyrim came out. But I remember I was very aware of the day it came out. Because I remember, like, several of my friends didn't come to school. And, like, it was, like, talked about nonstop. And I was like, dang, I got to get this game. Um, <clears throat> and I remember the first night I got it, I, I stayed up to, like, at least 2 a.m. playing it. And mm-hmm. it's, it is one of the most iconic games. I mean, it's amazing. There's still a huge, like, a very large, like, group of people that play it very regularly. Um, and a lot of that is due to mods, but like, it's such an iconic game. And even now, games are compared to Skyrim. Um, and that was a game like I, man, I tried really hard to put on this list. I still might take some off because it's mm-hmm. such a man. It's Skyrim is a great game, and it's oh, let me tell you more about that first weekend, Caleb. So I got home approximately 2.40 p.m. I didn't live that far from my school. Um, So I got home, um, you know, put the game in my PS3, had to to install it or whatever, Um, and pretty pretty decently quick install. Um, My brother was already playing uh, Metal Gear Solid HD Collection, and my parents were out of town that weekend. So we never we we felt like we could just play all weekend and we did. And Caleb, let me tell you, um we played for probably six hours straight and then we were like, We've been staring at a TV too long. Um we need to go out and do something. And so that night, Caleb, we went to go see uh Rise of the Planet of the Apes. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves, Batman coming out soon. Um, And, you know, we got back from that movie. We probably got back at like midnight or so. And boy, let me tell you, we just went right back to playing video games. I I do remember. It was very fun. Some of my fondest memories. I remember. um, I play like I was very in Skyrim for a long a long time. I remember, like, when I bought it and started playing it, I was, like, I was already looking into, like, the unique weapons and finding all the unique weapons and uh, doing research of where stuff was, and, like, I got very deep in the lore at one point, too. I have a similar story with, like, Mass Effect. I remember I, like, I played a demo of Mass Effect 2 and was, like, very, like, I want to get this game. But they, the first game wasn't on PlayStation. 
And so it was, then I, I had like, around the time I, I tried the demo, they announced the, the trilogy and they're gonna port the first one to um, PS3. So I remember waiting, like anxiously get it. And I remember the first day, or like the first weeks I, I had it to play, my, um, I got home from school around four and my parents were like out that night and I was still playing when it came back at like nine or so. And my mom was like, Caleb, have you been playing video games this whole time? I'm like, yeah. And she was like, Caleb, you can't play video games anymore. Like you've been playing too long. And I, that was like, so like heartbreaking to me. Cause I was just like, I remember just walking around the house pacing. Cause I was like, I just wanted to play Mass Effect. And my mom wouldn't let me. And it was tough. What's your top two? So, uh, this next, this next one is also a bit of a stretch. Um, because it is a collection that came out only like a few weeks ago. Um, so I think one of the most underrated like game developers is Arcane. They are owned by Bethesda, which I guess is now owned by Microsoft. And they've made like Dishonored and Prey. And they have this game coming up called Deathloop. And so, yeah, not like Prey like to God, but Prey as in like attack Prey. <laughs> Imagine a game where it's just like about praying. That'd be interesting. Um, but they came out, they just had like the 25th anniversary, I think, as so they came out with a collection of their like very their more recent games. And so this is called the Arcane Collection and it has Dishonored One and Two. And also has the like it's basically a small game, but it's there's supposed to be an expansion for Dishonored Two. It's called Death of the Outsider. And they also have Prey and um the like moon, like pray moon something. I don't know. I haven't played that one, but it's pray but on the moon. And I love these. I love arcane games because the stories aren't usually like super, but like they do like level design and gameplay. I think the best like in the industry. Like they they have some of the best level design and gameplay of like any. Um, any developer out there. So, Arcane Collection, four games, one box. Sounds good time to me. Um, I'm actually playing Dishonored 2 again right now, and it's, it's a lot of fun. You know, I actually haven't played Dishonored 2. I, I like Dishonored 1. Um, never played 2. And, you know, Caleb... I'm not super into stealth games, but Dishonored 1 really caught my eye, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to Deathloop, um, because it, it's yeah. taking some elements from Dishonored and just like making a completely different type of game, and it looks so fun. Um, I'm sad that it's a timed exclusive for PS5. Um, mm -hmm. However, Caleb, I am 
looking forward to it coming to Xbox. And I hope I hope I have the new Xbox by the time it does come out. Um, I'm not planning on getting it. You know, I'm not planning on getting the Xbox anytime like soon soon i'm thinking about getting it with my tax return but uh that that you know depending on whether i can actually justify it or not um yeah my number two pick is not a collection because i'm not a cheater and it is a game that i'm sure i told you about when i started playing it bug fables You told me about that one. It's like a, it's like a turn-based RPG kind of. Kind of. It's it's Mario. It's it's like Mar- Paper Mario. So it's another, it's another Mario RPG esque game. Um, this is the spiritual successor to Mario or Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, or as it's known on Reddit, Door Game. Um, it is very fun, well written, great music. Um. I mean, <laughs> incredible side quest. Like I haven't been like this obsessed with a game like like Bug Fables since uh, probably since Door Game, Caleb. Um, it's so fun. Um, and you know, for whatever reason, um, Nintendo decided to stop making um, traditional Paper Mario games and started to whatever they're doing now and you know that'd be that'd be okay if they were still creating mario and luigi superstar saga games but they're not they're not even doing those um so this is the closest thing to a nintendo rpg um or like that that will that will get um it's super good i got it on switch it's usually it's on sale a lot on switch um i recommend picking it up if you ever see it um it's also on Steam, it's on Xbox, it's on PlayStation. It's anywhere you get video games. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. I was looking into it because I do want like more games on my Switch. Because um, I, like, I love the Switch. I think it's such a great console. Um, but like, like I said, like, I feel like I don't have a lot of games for it because the online store is... I don't think they have as much sales as like Xbox store does and like GameStop, like if they have a Switch game, it's like almost like the price for a new one. So yeah. So yeah, that- I recommend checking out their sales on, on digital. Um they they update the the sale list every week, every Friday. Um and you can usually find some gems there. Um I I also am like you. I, specifically for Switch, I prefer having um, physical. But yeah. uh, Bug Fables did not get a physical release. Yeah, yeah. I remember I with the Mario All Star Collection, I like tried really hard to get the actual physical one, um, mm-hmm. and luckily I did. But I had to like, I had to wait for them to make more of the physical one. Because I had the... It was like two or three weeks after a release that I finally got it. Because... Mm-hmm. I had to have the physical one. So does that bring us to my number one pick? It brings us to the number one pick. Wow. 
<clears throat> well, um, if you know anything about me, and if you know anything about my video game tastes, like, my basically all-time favorite video game is Fallout New Vegas. So I would be remiss if I did not have this game on play. It is... I think it just blends, like, the perfect amount of, like, 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 deep RPG um, and narrative, but also has, it can be kind of silly and wacky sometimes, but not too much so, like, in Borderlands. This is a perfect amount of, like, sprinkling of um, some humor in there, and it's just, I love the idea of just, like, the Western kind of, like, apocalypse. Um, man, I just, I love the game. The writing's great. The DLC is great because it adds, um, it adds a lot into the narrative of the main game. It's just like a, a 10 out of 10 to me. I know like the, the visuals has, have not aged well, um, but the visuals for me are bottom of the list. Um, the gunplay isn't great either, but I think it really makes up and just story and like I love um how like I love how all the skills work together and building your character. It's just yeah, I love it. So my number one pick is a game that we've already talked a lot about actually. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, I love this game so much, and like I said, we've already talked about it ad nauseum, but it it's so good, and it deserves to be on both of our lists. Okay. Um, and you know, honestly, I couldn't imagine picking any other game. I I I like I comma like you um, love Fallout New Vegas, um, and with the facts that. Microsoft owns both Obsidian and Bethesda now. Oh, yeah. um, the prospect of a New Vegas 2 really gets gets me going. You know what I mean? Oh, um, I have not been able to give uh, Obsidian's newer game, um, The Outer Worlds, the, the time that it needs. And that's because, as I've talked about, I'm burnt out on action RPGs like that. But Breath of the Wild... Breath of the Wild is an open world game with RPG elements. Yeah. And it's it it's so exploration heavy. It's so discovery heavy that it does not feel like Skyrim. It does not feel like any other game. Um I love it so much. Um I wish that I could say that I've replayed it a bunch. I really haven't. I beat it once, and I do go back to it every once in a while to just do some of the side quests. But um, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. It's one of those games that I put well over a hundred hours on. Um, yeah. And I My never favorite. want to lose the save for it. Yeah. I think Scott the Waz said something about how, like. Breath of the Wild, which is really like that first experience is like everything. Um, mm-hmm. I have I haven't beat the game to like go back and play it, but I get what he's saying. Like discovering everything the first time is like 
I think, um, over half of why the game is so amazing. Um, like, mm-hmm. figuring out the physics engines and, like, um, all the shrines and just discovering things herself is... It's a very, like... It's an amazing experience. I think I wish I agree. more games would, like, put exploration in the hands of the player and not force it by giving you quests and missions. Mm-hmm. Doing it the way Breath of the Wild does it is harder, for sure, but it's more worthwhile. What are we gonna I say? agree. I don't remember. Um... I might have was about to do our outro, Caleb. Um, folks, this has been Weisscast, the list episode. Let us know what November should be. I'm already thinking, and I might, I'm going to put this on the poll for next month. Um, Caleb, I'm thinking a uh, Thanksgiving food tier list. Oh. That would be fun. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun. Um, maybe, uh, maybe old Megan gives it. Megan gives that thumbs up. So maybe old Megzy can be on that episode. Um, oh. I, of course, folks, am your host, Aaron Weiss. You can find me on the tweeters and Instagrams at the Weiss's Right. Um, follow Weisscast on Instagram at Weisscast. If you have any. Um, suggestions for possible list, email me at Aaron at Weisscast.com. Um, you can also be a part of the show if you would like to be on patreon.com slash Weisscast, where you get the shows earlier, uncut, and ad-free. Um, folks, we really appreciate your support. Caleb, where can they find you? Uh, I am on Instagram at Killer Peeler. I do have a Twitter. I haven't touched it in years. But I'm also on YouTube. Um, and I have not posted anything in five months. Um, but I do have a video I've been meaning to upload for three months. I just keep on forgetting to do that. So Excellent. Excellent stuff. Cool. Um, I have an outro song for us, ladies and gentlemen, and that is a trap remix of Rainbow Road from Mario Kart Double Dash. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks for coming out. I have been Aaron Weiss. We'll keep it easy until next week. Peace. Peace.